0: Coming up on TMS. Music on TMS is licensed through Bum Flack and Boomhack. Training for the Oreo Olympics. When Scott dates a cheerleader, God opens a window. Freshly squeezed Vegas farts. Related, uh, three fingers and a belt buckle.
1: <sighs> Apple's ten concentric uh, circles of hell.
0: Let's get that weird thing going again. Yeah, it's got that weird thing. I mentioned it to the human. That Johnny Knoxville movie isn't worth this. Hot girls, hot gas.
1: Digging with his birds. How to deal with running over a hobo. Therapy Thursday
2: and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This account has been terminated because it is linked to an account that received multiple third-party claims of copyright infringement.
3: Do either of you need medical attention?
0: This is The Morning Stream, and we're going to need a bigger boat. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to TMS, The Morning Stream for January 23rd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy right there is Mr. Brian Ibbitt, the first. The first. The first of his name and mother of iPods. What was your dad's name again? What's his first name? Jeffrey.
1: Jeffrey. My father's name is Jeffrey.
0: Dr. Jeffrey Abbott.
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: Still enjoying his... uh, Where are they at now? Maine or something? They're in uh, Vermont. Vermont. That's it. You know, my sister Wendy uh, lived in Vermont for a couple years. She loved it there. uh,
1: It is a beautiful... It really is a beautiful part of the country. And where they live... Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. There's some days that... Like just getting, just just driving uh, to downtown Denver and dealing with uh, uh, doofus after doofus, who's like, you know, looking, playing, texting on their phone or something while they're while they're swerving back and forth in front of me. It's like, you know, what? I kind of wouldn't mind the more secluded. Yeah, a
0: little country, country road, life. sure. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah you uh, can a little, uh...
1: a little spot up there with a nice, nice grove of uh, maple trees that they can. We'll pipe s- in every January. Here's
0: the problem. Some might argue that um it's worse in those places because people who are on those roads, even though there are less of them, they mm-hmm. feel more free to be crappy at driving and looking at mm-hmm. their phones and things because no one's around all the time. See? could be possible yeah, I would,
1: uh, I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask and say, so how are the drivers out there?
0: <laughs> right Like my sister's or sister, my wife's brother, Michael, was hit head on by a uh, drunk driver back in like two thousand one or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the like the loneliest, quietest dirt road in the middle of nowhere in Mississippi. And uh of all places it got just nailed oh, there. So I don't know, there's probably some there's probably some some data there. We yeah, could look maybe.
1: At. You know what? Maybe yeah, there's idiots everywhere, Scott. There, idiots are everywhere.
0: Idiots all around us. You might even say that when we we're trying to get technical issues taken care of, no matter where <laughs> it is, there might be idiots on the other phone.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried. Like, you know, the the listeners who are hearing this from the podcast feed don't know that number one, we're starting about 45 minutes later than we usually do because I've I've been on the phone with Apple support trying to get an issue taken care of Yeah, um, that I've been, that I started at seven o'clock. So two hours and 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. I guess, is what Mm -hmm. that counts as, but only on the phone for, for the last hour and 45 minutes. they Finally said, could we call? I think it might be faster. Well,
0: yes, please yeah. call me. Yeah. My um, numbers I'm I'm always open for you there, pal. Give me a call. I mean you're in your situation, I still I mean you you are this amazing outlier in their day. Like there's no way they've dealt with this before. <laughs> I'm the
1: person who doesn't Use Apple Music like they think people use Apple Music. Yes. Oh, I think people. I think people want to see a big picture of Ariana Grande when they launch <laughs> Apple Music and click on it. Here's the newest Jason Derulo track. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think. No! what I think what's going on is they have data that shows most, if not all, people are using it the way they think. But then Brian wanders in the room and says, <laughs> look at the news. Look at how I do it. That's <laughs> right. Hold my uh, beer. Yeah, <laughs> be,
1: Want to see, see my library?
0: It's going to be way different. Yeah. And then in my case, I got the yeah. YouTube channel back last night. I just spent 40 minutes telling the chat room about it, so I'm not going to get into it again. But yeah. uh, if you're a patron, you'll hear it on the bonus show. But the, uh, the upshot is it's back uh, for now. And uh, I say that just because now I'm paranoid all the time about what's going on over there. Uh, it was because a listener knew somebody was married to somebody who knew somebody who worked at google who then could talk to somebody who could escalate a ticket internally which then got me on a human being um and that's how it got resolved last night there's still some stuff hanging over it like the claimants basically they they showed that the claimants didn't didn't give all their info i forgot to mention that part so oh, you're, really? th- yeah they have to submit a certain set of data to say you know this violates this and here's why and who we are who yeah. we are and and they weren't. They didn't give it all. Oh, uh,
1: well, geez, why should that even get
0: egg, their attention? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, should have, that should have been the thing that just said, oh, well, this is a temporary uh, thing. And, or they should have just at least said, well, this isn't a strike yet. This is just uh, they Correct. screwed up, and we'll wait for them to see if they're going to do anything. Well, now we're back into that pattern, so I kind of have to, you know, they, they go back to them. They see if they reply 90% of the time. They don't reply mm-hmm. because this is all mm-hmm. just saber-rattling anyway. And at the end of the day, everything should be fine. Plus, I've gone and hidden all the videos that matter, deleted a bunch that were a problem, or that I saw as a potential problem. Um, it's just a big ugly thing, and it's fine now. Everything's up there. I'm still putting the video in multiple places when we're done. Do so. we
1: do we need to instead of um, you know playing songs, or do I need to just verbally describe the song? So it starts with a uh, an eight beat. Uh, instrumental acoustic guitar intro. Then the lead vocalist comes in, right. uh, he's wearing a uh, plaid, uh, <laughs> shirt.
0: And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you could, you could actually sing a, a song like you did yesterday for Babel Royale. Yeah. You sang briefly. I did. Yeah. And I think that's enough for somebody to do a claim. <laughs> I think they can do a claim on that, which is ridiculous. It's the stupid, our copyright laws are awful. Uh, um, I understand yeah. if it's like, if we are illegally playing a song, and we never did, by the way. Mm-hmm. But right. if we ever right. did, I understand that. I get sure. that. And you should go after people for that because that's your stuff and I totally get it. Brian pays ASCAP and CSAC and all his bum bum flack BMI. and boo, boo pack yeah, and all that. Exactly. Pays it all every year. We, we do that, that stuff legally. We do it in the podcast legally where there we can actually show it. Brian has an accounting method. But guess what, YouTube? You don't have a way for me to tell you. I can't exactly. show you because you don't have even. I even mentioned it to the human, and the human didn't even respond to that part because I don't think that human has a way to put it in anything. <laughs> they don't have. They don't have that little uh, button on their keyboard that says "Oh, license music." Uh, boop, boop. nope, I don't see a way to do that. Yeah, they just don't know. And, so it's and fine. See, the problem with yeah.
1: and the problem with my situation is the the licensing that I pay for has BMI, and C S A C. And and before anyone asks, when I report every quarter. I get, I add the TMS numbers, the Coverville numbers, the soundography numbers because those are the three shows that that I'm licensing the music to be played on. Right. And so you're doing subscriber it the counts way and everything. Yeah,
0: you're doing what yeah. you said you you're you are doing what they need you to do. Exactly what you're supposed here's to. The, do. Here's here's where the problem is
1: is that when I get an email from let's see who it is from today, when I get an email from uh Earshot Media to play a song, it's the the permission comes with the the email it says uh hey mike uh see if you can add this one to one of your shows blah 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 uh let us know what you think of it etc that's the that's the um permission to play for the mechanical license right and there's no way for youtube to know that that, right. that, that exists yeah they, that's don't, a they don't they don't know so it's, so it's broken and and the whole system you know who it hurts the most is uh, the musicians themselves because there's a whole extra audience that they could be getting um, that would be buying their music aside from like, all right, you open it up. Maybe you get 10% of their music is, is passed around and pirate Bay and, and thumb drives under overcoats. I don't know how these things work, (laughs) but, uh, uh, but then there's like the 90% of the people who discover the music, go see them in concert, you know, go check them out and in um, venues and, pay money to get in and stuff like that, that goes to them. So. Yeah,
0: no, you're, you're, you're totally right. And it's just frustrating because at the end of the day, I mean, we stopped what a two years ago, three years ago, whatever, mm-hmm. two years ago, I, I guess putting music, music in, in the show. So yeah. that should save us there. But one of these copyright strikes was Dukes of hazard from film sack.
4: <laughs> Brian, we don't play
0: <laughs> movies on the show. We play tiny clips at the end of you the play show. Tiny
1: clips. Exactly. It's fair. Boy, use, here's gosh, the, Dave. uh, here's the sad thing to, to get called out on on a clip from that piece of garbage film yeah oh like, yeah i'd much rather you know what oh slap my wrist for playing something from shawshank redemption yeah or uh or anything good or, at all <laughs>
0: exactly that that the just, Prince of ties yeah that, 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 that johnny God? knoxville movie is not worth this is what i'm saying Oh, my God, you're right. And now we have another Johnny
1: Knoxville movie to watch. And I don't week. put film
0: sucks up at all anymore. So they don't get yeah. a video treatment, yeah. and they never will because I'm not, gonna, I'm not risking that. It sucks. So anyway, it's back. Go check it out, YouTube.com slash Scott Johnson. Uh, there's some catch-up I have to do, so you're not going to see today's episode right away. You're going to see a whole bunch of episodes up first because <laughs> I've kept all those since we were shut down. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm going to try to fill in the, the gaps, and then, then today's episode will go up. So anyway. Well, that's good, because I like ketchup. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Uh, ketchup is tasty. That's interesting. Benjin says, <laughs> I suggest flushing any account uh, outside of Clips after three years. Uh, I mean, Maybe. I have a lot of artwork from 2005 that I don't want to get rid of in there. I have some cool mm-hmm. videos I have made over the years that I would really like to see stay there. But yeah, I mean, show files. Nobody's. Oh, yeah. I don't know also, that anybody cares did... about something that's five years old for a. For no, a you TMS. do playlists right, and then say just
1: clear out. I don't know if you can do that and just have a playlist that automatically clears out. It won't. It won't period.
0: automatically do it, but I can go in there and and delete them and mass manually. mass delete yeah. them or whatever. Yeah. And I may do some of that. I got rid of all the film sack episodes; they no longer exist on this planet. So,
1: you know, would be nice a competitor to YouTube, and yeah. don't say
0: Vimeo. No, a real competitor <laughs> to YouTube. A real competitor. V- Vimeo's you. carved out a nice little slot for itself, but it's not. Yeah. A, it's not as a competitor to YouTube. It's a different thing. So, just right. right. Uh, a real competition spurs this kind of change, and we're not going to see it till it happens. Um, but, yeah. but. I I would like to just say thank you to this nice lady at YouTube who helped me out last night because obviously none of this would have gotten done if I hadn't had their help. So, all right, we're going to take a break. (laughs) <laughs> so
1: we're gonna so we're gonna adhere to our schedule even though i i made a start 45 minutes late. yeah we're gonna uh, adhere well, to our schedule because we got to be nice to Wendy.
0: yeah right? we're and we and so that means we'll have some time after Wendy's. uh for some yeah can stuff. we talk
1: about the oscar thing after Wendy? yeah
0: let's do that because i do cool. want to talk about it we have some odds on oscar wins and i want to see how they line up with what you think um so we'll hold on to yeah. those for after Wendy. uh but right now let's play an early song that isn't actually going to be on the YouTube Archive or the VOD <laughs> uh, that Brian will now describe, which is not a violation of copyright to describe it, uh, but he'll do that as he always does every day. Uh, Brian, what is our sort of weirdly not really mid-show song today?
1: Sure. Hey uh, YouTube, if you're listening, put your fingers in your ears right now. Uh, <laughs> all right, this comes to us from Earshot Media. Um, this is uh, a band called Calloway Circus. They say, you know, you'll like us if you like bands like 21 Pilots, Waterparks, and Grandson. Or if you like taking your grandson to water parks, <laughs> who likes
0: uh, 21 Pilots. I, 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 I'm, I'm that guy. We're going to do it this summer, and I like 21 Pilots, so I'm good.
1: I've heard of one of those three bands, and I'm, and I'm a music guy. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, I like this, so maybe I like this. Yeah. These guys, they're an alternative pop duo from St. Louis, and um, uh, their album is going to be coming out on February 14th. It's called Entropy. The brand new song is called Gray. Here's Callaway Circus.
3: I never felt this before. I feel like I'm done for. I worry every day I feel like the world's gone gray What's the point of all this? This feeling I dismiss
2: You know you did this to me And now I hope you
3: So, I'm needing someone to hold me down. I'm screaming, won't you help me out? I can't keep
4: my mind away. Don't listen to what I say.
2: You're taking my breath away. I just want to break away. Baby, you're killing me. You know I will never leave. The things that you've done to me. Want you to run to me. There with anxiety, I in the side of me.
4: Even if you break me.
1: Do not entertain hypotheticals. The world as it is, is vexing enough.
4: While I sat there watching you, I gave some thought to stealing a kiss.
0: Greetings, Earth Lady. May I interest you in some guacamole? This is The Morning Stream. back everybody but that's weird to play that so quickly but hey that's the way (laughs) that's
1: the way today is all right it just is yeah sorry weird day sorry yeah sorry it's fine if you're a patron here's what you should do yeah uh take (laughs) take the pre-show stuff yeah so play the intro with us Uh then play the pre-show stuff and then play the the middle
0: of the song
1: and it'll feel like a regular show except i guess i won't be there for most of the pre-show let
0: me let me let me see we'd have to test the audience and say hey how do you feel about Forty minutes of me complaining about a YouTube problem and yelling at Luke sightwalker for being a tribalist. How do you feel about that? <laughs> because that's what I did oh, for forty Luke minutes. Skywalker.
1: Like I can tell as soon as I said, oh, "I'm on, you know on support with Apple." Apple, I
4: hate
0: Apple. But you should get an Android. Like okay, it's like, really, uh, we're not. It's too, we, it's too
1: early in the morning for this, man. Also, uh,
0: I can't do those. I'm done with those in my life. I don't have those conversations anymore. We're done with those. I don't no, want to talk I about know. whether Sega's is better than Nintendo anymore. I don't want to talk about Coke and Pepsi. I don't want to talk both about this black and both white. Both
1: things are fine. If you like it, then great. Get like the thing and, and you like. Do the do thing the, you want. Do the thing you like. Yeah, go exactly. do it. I don't
0: want to argue about it. I hate that. Oh, I hate exactly. that. Exactly. Oh, let
1: me use my GIF in peace, would you? Yeah. For Pete's sake.
0: Yeah. Also, when you say stuff like that, you're arguing for less competition, and that's bad. Just goes back to our earlier point. Anyway,
1: right. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's people like you who make YouTube. That's and have not right. only
0: free video player blah. yeah so take that luke uh, uh, we're just kidding you there bud don't don't take it too <laughs> Don't take it too personally but I do hate that stuff sounds like right. apple fanboy talk no it doesn't <laughs> All right um uh, Oh dice
1: tomato you know I'm kidding I'm doing gif I, I use gifs I create gifs I don't create gifs I just no one creates a- gifs
0: except the peanut butter company they're the only one oh,
1: Boy, I triggered, triggered Dice Tomato with that
0: one. Get GIF and GIF, man. It's still a competition. It's still a scary thing. All right, let's give Wendy a call.
1: You don't call it a graphical interchange format. No,
0: you don't call them a, a giraffe at the zoo, do you? <laughs> right. 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 Hi, Wendy.
2: Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good.
0: I'm so good. I'm going to play this. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy?
2: You don't want to know that she farts.
0: There you go. New version.
2: Huh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I do actually. <laughs> oh,
2: do you
0: though? Oh. I think that was in reference to my mother or something. So no. Oh, no,
2: it's about like the hot girl.
0: Oh, the hot you girl. Yeah, because they all fart, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, uh, and some of them. Woo! Man, yeah. I mean, I, have I ever told Wendy? Have I told you the story about the cheerleader in high school at Brighton that I dated? No. Okay. No. So I was a nerd. You to
2: a cheerleader first I, of all. I
0: know, right? <laughs> this is the big shocker. Uh, don't rub it in. Anyway, so back in the day, I, was, uh, I dated a cheerleader, and she wanted to go out with me, but she didn't want me to make a lot of noise about it because I was a nerd, and her jock friends would think it was weird. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a John Hughes film.
2: Now we got it. Okay.
0: <laughs> so it was kind of a John Hughes film. It kind of was. So she liked me, though. She was in my art class. And uh, we went out on a date, and uh, she was uh, super forward, and so there was some kissy-kissy going on in the car. And uh, about, I don't know, 5 minutes into this little uh, high school makeout session, I hear mm.
4: <laughs> and I went
0: and I went, "Oh, <laughs> I knew it wasn't me." And I'm trying to sort of ignore it. But then the car That's smells nice. like hot steaming garbage, like the worst <laughs> fart of all time. <laughs> and I just and, and and I looked at her and I couldn't she was suddenly the ugliest girl I'd ever dated. Like it was really hard for me to <laughs> It was really hard for me. yeah it was really hard for me to get past it now again oh i'm God. brian i'm like 16 i'm a, i'm an idiot I'm running you know whatever you're i teenager. would think
1: even like that, that's <clears throat> even the age of like when you're when you're competing to see who can drop the biggest
0: egg you well, know when like, you're when you're with your friends you have a, a girl no way on a date no no girl or guys trying to out fart each other on a date not yet <laughs> that's not enough date. that I may mean, be fifth I, I, or sixth I, date maybe but she, by uh, the way, P.S. video video appears to be down. By the way, oh sorry, chat, it's back now.
2: And P.S. Uh, uh, a friend of mine's like, "Oh, I want to listen to this show," and I was like, "All right, if you want to hear a fifty-year-old guy talk about farts, and look at you doing it." Uh,
0: oh no, this is gonna be the first one they listen to. <laughs> prophecy, bad. the prophecy has completed. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember, I remember just not being able to take it seriously. I just had to take her home. It was just like I couldn't go out again. She was so embarrassed. She kept saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." She kept saying. Anyway, wow. it is bad. It's like rotting cabbage. Just, you know, all right.
1: When I uh, when I see you all in Vegas, when I see those of you who come to Viva TMS Vegas, and I give you a big old hug, I don't care if you fart. No, oh, totally no, that's fine. fine. Now these days, I don't As a care, of man. Fact, Let it rip. Matter of fact, if I start hearing a fart while I'm squeezing I'm gonna squeeze you harder yeah. to see if I can get a
0: tune. <laughs> yeah, finish it out. Why not? That's That's right? Uh, Wendy, it's I'm gonna uh... <laughs> play you like a like a set of bagpipes. <laughs> uh, you're uh you're here again with us, which is you know. Despite all odds, Wendy likes coming on here, I think, and hanging out with us. Um, I I, I like having her on, too, because she's here to do a a good service. She she helps a bunch of people with problems, and um, we're always happy to do that. You got an email that you shared with me via text that I'm going to read, and uh, that'll be today's topic. So here you go, everybody. I'm going to read this. I'm reading it right from my phone. Dear Scott, Wendy, and Brian. I'd like to think uh, of myself as a pretty sensitive, helpful guy. I try to be there for those in need and lend a listening ear when I can. That's good,
1: right? So far, so good.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Says, well, I have a friend whose wife left him and is fighting hard to prevent his parental visitation rights. I've talked a lot with him and I'm trying to be supportive, but it's just so much drama. Uh, She left him because he had a homosexual infidelity, uh, an affair basically, and he is dealing with how coming out is affecting his other relationships as well. He was let go because of his court battle, uh, was interfering with his ability to work. His lack of job is making him appear to be less of a fit father. And uh, to that, the ex- or add to that, the expense of a lawyer and selling a house as part of a settlement, uh divorce settlement. And he's just really struggling it all over, including depression and anxiety as well. I feel for him. I really do. But how should I be dealing with this situation without feeling overwhelmed? So, oh Wendy, God, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. That's for- a lot of stuff to be a friend for. And also, mm-hmm. as he said at the top, he thinks of himself as a sensitive, helpful guy, someone who's there for people in need. Sounds like his friend is definitely uh, a person in need, but also uh, in uh, doing a little self-sabotaging at the same time. Um, so, where do, where do you where do you go with this one? Where do you start?
2: Well, okay, so the. The person writing in, I don't actually have any name. So um, the person writing in, there is this interesting thing we all have, right? Which is we sort of see how we see ourselves, mm-hmm. right? I am pretty sensitive, helpful guy, right? I like mm-hmm. that about myself. It's part of my self-identity. I help people in need, a lessening ear, et cetera. So you kind of have this way you think about yourself and then a friendship. And I'm going to put friendships in quotes. Mm -hmm. because I think that can really vary um, what that means for different people. So if you're this sensitive, nice guy and you kind of help everybody out, you probably have a lot of friends, quote unquote friends or acquaintances that feel good or, you know, you're close enough or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then suddenly like the poop really hits the fan. This is, this is a lot going on for this guy. Mm -hmm. And that friendship is tested in a way that might not otherwise, like maybe before you just would go bowling. You know, like yeah, it was right,
1: like, right. Oh, it like changes the, the dynamic resume. of your your whole relationship with that person. it
2: really does, and it and it yeah. really does put into question like the the strength or depth of that friendship. Um, and so you know, my sense is so much stronger. like, what does he say? I've talked with him a lot. I'm trying to be supportive. so y- you may wonder if this is happening because there's maybe, let's say there's ten other friends in this friendship. Sort of circle around this person. Right. Um, And maybe this tests the limit on all of theirs as well. So it sounds like he obviously had a wife and kids and was probably in a scene that was similarly structured, right? Other families, other people in his life circumstances. And maybe some of them are going to have real problems with what he did. Obviously, the affair aspect of it. Who knows what people's issues might be around this, right? So you're having people either drop like flies or they weren't actually really friends to start with, or they're just like, I'm busy. and So maybe this guy being the sensitive, nice friend is getting the, the most of it, is hearing most of it. So then the pressure starts to to build on him. First of all, has this ever happened? Not this exact thing, but happened to you guys where a friend went from like, you know, we have like, a very oh, no, superficial. Guess, right, this,
1: right. Like we're all surface level. and all of a sudden it's like, can I talk to you? Tell you what's been going on in my life? Oh, you know, I'd love to hear it, but uh, the bill's coming, and uh, I got to get back
0: home. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right, right, right. Can we keep it superficial? <laughs> so that's what I was voting for here. Right. I've had have um, had a
0: similar situation to this exact thing, and um, sadly, we're not Like exact thing. Almost exactly. Not not exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're pretty close to this. Take out the God is the friend. <laughs> <laughs> take out take out the homosexual part, and it's basically a. It's exactly the same. Uh, it's just somebody cheated on somebody and, and then that resulted in divorce. There was jobs lost. There were constant texts and phones conversations trying to uh, help a person. And then eventually this, it just sort of faded out. Like he's just not around anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I did something wrong there. I may have, but it did start to feel a little overwhelming. It was like, man, I, I can't just be your, your, your dumping ground, especially cause he's not making any, any real progress to fix anything. And, so, it right. just felt like I was just like a sounding board, and that was it, and then that just that felt wrong too, so
2: which is-, is perfect. you said that because that's actually where I'm leading with this, yeah is that obviously, the guy writing in is not the guy whose life is in shambles, so hopefully the guy whose life is in shambles can get some help, because he's got a lot going on with i mean, and I don't know if he's coming out for the first time in his own experience as well, like this may all be just you know all the things. But for the guy who is the friend, um, this idea that y- your ability to help someone, especially because it's really worked in the past, it sounds like he's like, <laughs> I just to picture him opening doors, like, oh, help you change your tire, you know, mm-hmm. like stuff he can fix, quote unquote, or help with or something physical that tends to be very appealing to a lot of people. Um, I, I know for me, it's like, do you need food? Like, I'm always like, where's, I can bring food. Food's a thing I can help you with, right? Mm-hmm. Or let me take a kid off your hands or, you know, we can shovel your driveway. There are, there's things you can get done that can be really helpful for people. I think this is why we do better when someone has cancer mm. than someone has a mental illness or some other challenge because we just like, oh, okay let me physically do something you physically cannot do or whatever right
0: right um, and it's also tangible it's, right it's like a thing you can yes. mm-hmm. see the results right. of and, and the, all that stuff sure
2: and very crucial and for it our has well-being. A,
0: and it has
1: a starting point and an ending point yes. i've i've made the food i've brought the food i've dropped the food and i've left yeah <laughs> right. yeah kind of right. sure right
2: because you really are moving in and out of like let's just imagine a scenario where these two guys are going to lunch right okay mm-hmm. so um Jimmy is the guy who wrote the email. We're just saying, so Jimmy and Dave. So Jimmy is gone to his work day, just doing his things, having some meetings. And then he goes and meets Dave for lunch Mm -hmm. and he enters a different realm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I am very good at this because this is what I do every hour is I switch rooms. Right. I'm with one person with their challenges. And then I like go to get a snack (laughs) and then. And in the snack time, I'm just me. I, probably do some laundry. I mean, there's other things on my mind. And then I enter as another space with another person who's struggling with their things. But it's really contextualized, right? It's like sit down in a chair, do your thing, get up, have a different life. That's part of what my profession is. Um, but for the average person, it's like I'm always their friend. Oh, and now they're in need. So I switch from my normal work day where things are fine to, okay, this is really heavy. And here's what we do is we take our skill set that we use all the time into that lunch. Mm
4: -hmm. So
2: our skill set tends to be, what's the problem? What are the aspects to this problem? Mm -hmm. What do we need to do to fix it? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you go in listening as I can help you or I can't help you, which is why this is so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I know what I'm suggesting here is like not easy and takes a lot of years of training, but... It's the idea of seeing that space that you're entering with that person as a very different thing than the rest of your day, mm-hmm. which is right. you can't fix it. There's nothing you're going to do. Don't give any suggestions like you are going to fix it. You mm-hmm. can ask some questions and you can listen. Yeah. But and, and here's even one particular way to think about it, especially if anyone's got a lot of drama going on.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes they just need to get it all out. They just need mm-hmm. to say all the things. Mm-hmm. And, and so you just leave space for them to say all the things and you can just be quiet and say, wow, that really sucks.
1: I've, I've learned to do that with uh, Tina a lot. Like if she talks Good. about stuff that went on in her day, it, it, you know, it, it goes back to something I think we all learn as men that sometimes we're not there to fix things. Sometimes we're just there to kind of listen and commiserate and yeah, you know, try and help. You know? so, which, is, yeah.
2: which is enough of fixing that you could right. do, right? It actually right. is a, it's a fix, but, but our brains, I mean, I've, I think of sort of the project manager life, right? Like, well, we got a, we got a up meeting at <laughs> two. And we got, what, what are you working on? And so everything right. is like geared towards. Um, Give me a
1: project plan by 5. Yeah, p.m. And exactly. Have it my, yeah. mm-hmm. right.
2: Exactly. And then we got a launch date and here's these mishaps. You are constantly fixing. And if you work right. with mechanical things, you're constantly fixing. That's kind of human. So it, it really is very, very different. But if for some folks to think of it as, oh, the fix is just to sit and listen
4: mm-hmm.
2: and say a couple empathetic things like, that sucks. I'm sorry. You know, we care about you. Just some, I mean, one little sentence here or there. And that's your job. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. And, and when the person's like, what do I do? What do I do? And they want you to answer all the questions or solve things for them, or man, it's like putting catnip in front of you. Like, well, I think what you could do is no, no, you don't know, especially if you've never been through any of this. (laughs)
1: Boy, if if, if I've had a nickel for every time this has happened to me.
2: (laughs) 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 Let me ask you. Well, and, and because here's what happens. There's a couple choices. One is they overwhelm you and you then have to set some boundaries because it's sucking your life dry. You can't do it. Right. right, right. And then you, you end up and that person, all their experiences is like, I have no friends. Everyone's left me, but they're still in trauma. They're still struggling. They don't, they don't know how to not make it an unequal relationship at the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's very common. That's often what happens. People just push you away or just sort of like ignore you, coast you a little bit or Okay. But there's something incredibly powerful about just having someone sit with you and be present. They don't actually need to do anything. And so that idea of how to handle the the fix it urge is see that it's you you are helping by listening. And here's a big one. Reflect back what they can do. So for example, if you said, "Oh, and this is happening in the lawyer and I'm spending all this money and then I lost my job and it, and they're just like, what am I supposed to do? And, and you're just like, wow. What do you think you'll do?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And you just hand it back,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? That's so interesting. People- so
0: like, just that whole thing where you do, I do this sometimes with, um, like, an interview. Someone will say, well, you know, they'll they'll ask me a question, mm-hmm. and I'll go, well, that's interesting. What do you, why what why do you think that is? You know, like I yeah, will just right. whip it around. <laughs> whip it around yeah. so that i don't have to answer because first of all it's not my interview it's theirs and second of all you know i don't want i don't think i'm prepared to answer it and i really want to hear what they say and and a lot of times that works they just straight up go oh well i think and they'll go into it so right. it sounds, i think sense. as
1: parents yeah. we we do this as well because we yes. want to just give our kids the tools to solve their own problems and not you know have us answer everything mm-hmm. it's like well Okay, so what? how did you feel when you ran over the hobo with your car? Yeah, well, maybe you should go back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you should do?
2: Has this uh, happened? <laughs> yeah. Just
0: uh, hypothetically. Yeah, I was real though. specific yeah. there, but that's fine.
2: I mean, and here's the thing about this. This works in so many situations when it's not yours. Mm-hmm. It's not yours to take. So think about, identify what is yours. So for Jimmy, what is his is his friendship to give, right? Mm-hmm. His sensitivity, his helpfulness, his who he is that he's proud of. He likes it about himself. It's, it's an identifier that feels good. And here's where we get tricky, right? That gets threatened when he can't fix the problem or help him in any sort of significant way, at least in his mind, mm-hmm. because that's who I am. So my very core can't do this. So then you have all sorts of weird stuff that can stem from that, but stick with, okay, who are you? You're that guy. Great. Great. Well, that guy here's a tool that you just didn't know you had and that is just sit down Mm. listen Mm -hmm. eye contact every once in a while go whoa you know and you know you're amazing and i'm i'm proud of you and i'm here for you you can say those things you fix nothing all you've done is said you're not alone and you're still the sensitive helpful friend guy that
1: and you get we, to, you get to keep that line as your intro to your emails. You get to keep right, you can that keep
2: you're, that you're, forever.
1: you're there for your friends <laughs> when they need you. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And you, you just, but what you did, didn't have to do is carry that person's ginormous backpack of garbage right. and do something with it. Mm-hmm. First of all, none of us can handle that because we all have our own backpacks full of garbage. You, yeah, it's yeah. impossible. Right. And so when somebody does try to take on someone else's garbage like that, you got to be worried about why they feel the need to do that. So some of this is just human, right? It's human to be like, oh, well, let me help you carry that garbage bag. Like, Ugh, mm-hmm. that's rough. Um, but in these very complicated situations, and especially when mental illness is involved, you said that at the end, right, including depression and anxiety, um, and, and challenges with thinking or, you know, managing emotions or sleep or, you know, all of the various things that can ha- come with all of this stress. What are you going to do other than refer them to, like, a great massage therapist and... You know, I don't know, right? Like you you have to do your best to just be present. That is the biggest gift you can really give anybody.
1: Yeah. Is um is this email fresh enough that, um, you know, he's got time to respond or has he has that has some time already passed where he may not have done anything? He may have like, I don't know, faded out of, <laughs> stepped back further into the background and not help this guy. Or is it yeah. pretty fresh that he can still do something about it?
2: Well, I think it's still uh, sort of fresh, not mm-hmm. like last week fresh. But I do think okay. uh, what, you could, what you'll what you probably see. So I'm just going to be predictive here. I'm not sure this is accurate yeah. at all. Yeah. But let's say it's pretty recent. And so he can do this, make this effort of sitting down and listening and, um, you know, helping this person not feel alone and just that you're there. Um, but again, handing back the problem to the person um, and What will likely occur if this is such a rift in somebody's life, Yeah, right? They're going Mm -hmm. along. They've got a number of kids. That probably means they live somewhere where their kids are in school. You know, like a whole world is is upside down. It's likely your run in as an adult with someone like this Mm -hmm. is going to change significantly. So your friendship, maybe you've been friends since kids. I don't know this, but that might be a different story. But this may be proximity-based, right? Like mm-hmm. you have worked together or you're neighbors yeah, or yeah. you both go to the same gym. Um, but when someone's life just is in turmoil, they often end up moving, um, getting a job somewhere else or buying a home in a different neighborhood. Like you're ending up maybe not as connected naturally. And that happens just all the time, right? That's The nature of adult friendships can be really tricky this way um, because unlike when you're in college or high school, you're just around people sitting there, right? Like Mm -hmm. you get time to build some things. Whereas, you know, maybe coworkers are still some of that, but for the most part, you're supposed to be working. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so it may just be that it fades for those reasons because he is going to maybe be moving or doing other things. Um, I think I would counsel the guy to just let it be what it is rather than – and and I'd ask lots of questions like, tell me your history of – helping people with overwhelming, difficult things? Do you hang on and put yourself at risk and those kinds of things to find out? Because sometimes we're motivated by various um, issues from when we were younger or just a really deep sense of obligation to somebody else when it really might not be healthy for you. So there'd be some questions around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really, the logical, obvious thing that's probably going to happen is there'll be some natural separation. So what do you do with that? Well, you listen, you're available, you're helpful, you help them move. And you. And some people are Tasmanian devils a little bit, right? Where mm-hmm. they're just always going to spin up some drama. They'll mm-hmm. find another place to do some of that drama and you can keep your helpful guy self-image intact.
0: <laughs> keep your status. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's kind of important, right? Because you do want them to... Isn't part of healing is knowing somebody is out there that's, you know empathetic to your problem you know what I mean like it yeah. it's not gonna hurt it's not gonna hurt to have them say Oh, he was always he's always a good friend to me I'm working on my stuff but thank goodness he was here to listen to me I think that really helped me during that time or whatever that's better than saying well I'm getting my poop together but all my friends abandoned me <laughs> like right. you know because your chances of, of doing okay after that kind of abandonment is are. I have to think that's less you know
2: oh yeah yeah I mean your support system I mean and then whenever I work with anyone, I'm- part of the interviewing process and getting to know them is tell me about your support system mm-hmm. and the stronger that is the better outcomes for everyone always because we are a collective species. We, we don't live in isolation though we do live in isolation. Um, our optimal survival and feeling good requires other people mm-hmm. um, and animals and connections and you know, all, all sorts of good things. And that's, what's so tricky and devastating about a divorce, even just like a straight up, we're not getting along. This isn't good for the kids. We're ending this Mm -hmm. is that that rift right there, you suddenly have, well, turns out they were all my wife's friends (laughs) or (laughs) nobody's talking. And, and often men have the brunt of this challenge because they don't spend the, maybe the same energy or time cultivating those connections. This is not This is not everybody, obviously, Mm -hmm. Um, but you will often see, you know, at least my experience has been as well that, you know, the wife has been going to lunch with all the neighbor ladies or is connected to somebody at the school or that, you know, and dads can do this too, but one of the partner partners oftentimes will just maybe be a little more isolated. Um, And then suddenly your whole social dynamic shifts, you know, and that's, that is traumatic for anybody. And so, This is hard. So anyone who's consistent and anyone who's still there and anyone will answer the phone when you call uh, can be really important. Now, if I could talk to the guy who's been in trouble here, um, Dave, is Mm -hmm. that he get help, obviously, but also that he recognizes um, maybe some boundaries with talking to other people about his stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, This is tough, right? When you are in this much pain willing to tell the lady at the grocery store every detail yeah Yeah. and and so be very careful uh, not very careful but just recognizing people aren't just jerks sometimes you're throwing up too much on them
4: yeah and
2: this is why a therapist is so important in fact as we're talking i'm just thinking this is my my whole profession exists Mm -hmm. um in the end right someone who is gonna help you process through some stuff and you're not bothering them because you've paid them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, kind of the, right. the reality of it.
0: Yeah. I ju- uh, it's funny you said, it, you know, when you're in enough pain, you know, just tell anybody. It seems like this was what happens when I've been at like a homeless shelter or somewhere where somebody's dealing with some serious something, right? A mm-hmm. uh, life, their whole life has led to this sort of thing. They all want to just talk to you and tell you mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to stop. They just want to go. Well, I, I, last week I was in the thing doing the stuff, and, and, and those guys kicked me out, and, was, and like just they just want to go on and go on and go on. This happened to me downtown like a week ago, so that's why it reminds me of it. And uh, it feels like they're just they're just at the apex of that, right? Like the peak of I want to tell them everything I I I believe how I've been wronged by society and everything else. And maybe what would have helped then is if somewhere down earlier in their life, they'd have had somebody who actually was empathetic to their cause and maybe they wouldn't have gotten there. I don't know. That's an esoteric well, question. We can't. Well,
2: answer, and uh, let's just take you for one week and have you talk to no one.
0: Yeah. I can't and do that.
2: I think, I think we're in the same boat, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be, um, it.
2: just, it's just, it, it's crucial. Like if I can't tell Adam, some stupid facet of my day. If I feel like it's like a bottle that will burst two days later, <laughs> like I had to say this stupid thing. Like, I actually feel like I download like, okay, can I just download the lamest five thoughts I've had today? <laughs> and I download them and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: and <laughs> perfect. Yeah.
2: And, and it really, so, so this is that human connection. And this is why loneliness is an epidemic. It's not simply, well, just get out there, do some things. I mean, we have a lot of things in life that have, are have, geared us a little more and more towards, uh, sort of self-sustaining isolation, right? Like I don't have to leave my house if I don't want to, or talk to my neighbors, or interact much with the world, and and so that that's enabled by the reality of, but also then it makes us a little more even skittish when we do Mm -hmm. go out and talk to people because we're like oh gosh people are stupid Mm uh like i have to tell you i had a little ptsd i saw this instagram meme or something of a um you know on the freeways you know the the signs sure like the like slow down or wear your seatbelt oh i
0: think you meant billboards oh the lit the lit ones the lit
2: ones yeah Yeah. they're over the Mm -hmm. on the overpasses so Mm -hmm. i saw one and I instantly could see the, the mount the mountains in Utah the mountains in Utah <laughs> the and mountains. and it was an image of uh, it said it's not it's a lane it's not a birthright let people in mm. <laughs> and I had <laughs> like awesome. a, I had like a because I cannot stand driving there it is the most irritating place to drive mm. because. You know, the Utah wall where everyone's going the same speed in every lane on the freeway. Like that <laughs> yeah, exists call, nowhere else, by yeah, the way. We,
0: that's not no entirely else. true. There was, <laughs> I ran into that. I've run into that in a few places, uh, other states. But I will say the Utah block, which is what you're referring to, mm-hmm. sucks. It's it where does. you'll be on like a brand new six lane highway. They just finished it and you're all <laughs> driving down it. And then you suddenly realize, wait, I'm behind somebody and he's going too slow and he is parallel with four other cars that are going the exact same speed right next to each other and they somehow they just end up there together they're not they don't know each other they're just there and they call the utah block oh it sucks (laughs) it really does suck it's the worst thing ever but
2: i know so so yeah a little uh ptsd for me just reading that and going oh my gosh i forgot about that and the birthright thing like really you think you own this. You do not own this.
4: Yeah, right. I don't even
2: know how I got on this, but oh, it's stuff like that. I have to download at the end of the day. If I don't just express a few of those things, then, you know, it builds up. Um, but just that idea of, of like connection or support or, you know, finding your people. I mean, the internet's amazing that way, but it also can really isolate. There's a, there's value and, um, challenges that come with it, of course, but that connection and being able to say what happened in your day. So like, for example, and this is the happiness studies they do around the world and, you know, which cultures and which societies do better in various ways. And one of the questions they always ask is, do you have someone you could call in the middle of the night if you needed something?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: If it was an emergency. And that is massively important to someone's sense of I'm okay or I'm safe. Right. Um, and so you take maybe somebody in a homeless shelter who has n- not had someone to call in the middle of the night that could help them maybe for many, many years or their whole lives. And and then you end up just this sort of, uh, it's like a disease of loneliness or disconnect or on your own. And so people start to talk to themselves and have other things that go, you know, it really is, it's really sad. And so that's, my heart goes out to this guy because I want him to, you know keep his identity as being awesome, but also, you know, feel like he's helpful. Um, and then also for that other guy, not to get sort of isolated, like so common to have happened because so much has changed. So,
0: yeah. And getting isolated that. is like, well, this other thing I noticed about people who are like on the street talking to themselves. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, 30 of them <laughs> all walking on the street, but they're all talking to, to themselves, not to each other. Like it's this weird alone together <laughs> thing. If only
1: all those crazy people would talk
4: to
0: each (laughs) other.
2: Well, I think you're mixing up a couple things. Because, by the way, there is a Facebook uh, group where the homeless in, I want to say it's L.A., um, they share tips, where to go, where to get food. I mean, they're using Facebook, right? Sure. Um, And actually talking to yourself in specific ways is a certain kind of mental illness versus (laughs) me talking to myself. Now I have a dog, so I don't talk to myself. Great. (laughs)
0: oh yeah um, now you have a dog to talk to it's awesome
2: i know he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't respond
0: though right he doesn't he doesn't do what you want he didn't call me
2: back what he thinks i was like what do you think of this he's like i got nothing
0: yeah that's so good uh yeah i uh anyway what was my point oh uh, i didn't have a point you were making a point
2: <laughs> uh, I, think I, I think i made my final point
0: i think you made your point uh jimmy
2: and dave take care of yourself
0: yes that's a good idea <laughs> All right, uh, I got a question for you. Are, how close are you ready to announce your rad new thing you're working oh, on? Oh, I'm ready. Oh and my I'm gosh.
2: Ready, I'm ready. Yeah. You I, have that's, links
0: that's, and yeah, everything, exactly. like all sorts of stuff.
2: Well, okay. So thank you, Scott, for naming this for us. It's awesome. It's I a came, great name.
0: I came up with a name. What's the name? the
2: name. So it's, we picked Real Steps.
0: Real Steps. Our,
2: Real Steps. Real Steps. It's a pretty good <laughs> name. Oh, the buzz. That was nice. Okay. Yeah. So, everyone, right now go to www.realsteps.org. Yeah, org, because we're a freaking organization. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm surprised also, you got it's that domain.
2: $10,000 for the other one. So, anyway, yeah. realsteps.org.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and it's not live yet because there's a lot of back end um, pre screening tools and questions and lots of things. It's almost ready. It just wasn't ready by. 11 a.m today yeah. um so what you're gonna do is you're just gonna put your email address in there I promise it's not getting sold or used for anything other than to tell you here's the form if you're interested here you go yeah we know um, where to, so we know where to
0: find you in case this is a problem it's, yeah
2: it's good totally you can <laughs> me down so go to realsteps.org and put your email address subscribe so it should be sent out to you Monday I will also send a link to you Scott maybe you could post that on. okay your, yeah, I just put Everybody's it in the chat. Jabbities.
0: I just put it in the chat room and uh we'll put it okay. uh in the show notes and other stuff, no problem.
2: Okay, and so let me explain a little bit of what's gonna happen. Um so the there's everyone who signs up to do it, and there is a fee because this is a lot of work that we will be donating, really, probably in the end anyway. But so there's a fee to participate in the group, and the group is going to be lots of amazing, cool stuff. We're going to work. So the nutritionist, Elena is her name, by the way, E L E N A, everybody, Elena, and you'll get to meet her and stuff about her too. And so she's going to do lots of work with that type of thing and goal setting and all of the stuff to get you, because here is the plan. The plan is you don't lose a bunch of weight. And then everyone thinks you look great. And that Mm -hmm. lasts so long. And then, you know, you have a couple of barbecues in the summer and it's over, right? That's not the, the, the plan. The plan here, and that's why we called it real steps. So good job, Scott, mm. is that it really is just the beginning of improving how you feel in your own body. So there's things that get in the way of feeling good. And some of them are the food you put in it. Some is moving or not moving enough. Um, some of it is sort of, you're, you need vitamin C and you're going to get scurvy. You know, like there are some really basic things that we know a lot about mm-hmm. and we know a lot about human motivation and we know why most of us struggle to do those basic things. But the big key here, and this is why this is different, I think, from other things, I can't find anything else like it, but is that I do the therapy and mm-hmm. that is the, how do you develop your relationship with food? Um, what has happened in your past that You know, and and I would say this, say you're 25 and you diet for the first time, but then you spend the next two years dieting, you now have traumatic feelings and experiences around dieting that started in your adult life. Mm -hmm. And that matters just as much as if, you you know, you got food slapped out of your hand when you were seven years old. Mm -hmm. So it's instead of just um, kind of generic, like, work out more, it's about what are the things psychologically and emotionally that keep you behaving in a way that is not about loving your own body and knowing how it feels good. So that disconnect. So Scott, for example, eat a pack, a giant thing of Oreos right now after having no sugar for how long has it been? Uh,
0: Three and a half, uh, three and a half months,
2: three and a half months. If I force fed you a giant pack of Oreos, how do you think you'd feel? Horrible. Right.
0: I would be sick as a dog. It would be real bad. How do
2: you know? How do you know you would feel that?
0: Um, Well, Hmm. I mean, here's the thing. I don't actually know for sure, but I think I would because when I was, even when I was eating sugar and I would eat too many Oreos, I felt like crap. So I think that's why I would know. Okay. I think. So,
2: but tell me you've eaten a pack of Oreos in your life before and you weren't sick as a dog, right?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've gone. So
2: how, how's that possible?
0: Um, I think because now I know now that I don't have it, uh, I, I you normally lead up to that kind of bad choice. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in the past, if I ate a whole thing of Oreos, it's because, uh, I had, I had conditioned myself to be okay with eating a bunch of Oreos in various quantities up till then. And then to eat a whole pack, no big deal.
2: You might've been stressed. And that was actually, you were getting dopamine to manage stress and not even realizing it. Maybe it wasn't even just that you could have trained yourself for the Oreo Olympics. It also might've been sort of medicine for other ailments happening psychologically or emotionally or whatever. Right. Right. Okay. But you are now really tuned into what putting something in your body feels like because you you're giving it attention and time has gone by. So the idea behind what we're doing is that it's slow. We're going to do this slow and in a, in a future date, maybe a year from now, you will feel the way you completely want to feel it does not all of the promises that are super fast are garbage and they lead you to feeling worse over time so this will be familiar to anyone who's tried to lose weight you will lose weight then you will gain it back and you will gain more and that's because our bodies are built to do that if we treat them the way we do with dieting mm. so this is the opposite of all of that this is let's take care of your your heart your emotions, I mean by that, also your heart, but your emotions, your mental stuff, your all the parts of you that would get ignored by working on being healthy physically, right? right. And so we do that simultaneously as the other. So this group um, is going to be, I think we might end up doing it as a Facebook group this round anyway. And so you kind of have this cohort and support and there's going to be lots of information. In fact, I haven't asked Scott this yet or Brian. Maybe mm-hmm. you guys are willing to do a little live interview with us at one point about some things. Yeah, um, of course sure. your own journeys. Um, and, and out then also journey. we'll have like, <laughs> Elena will do with me what she does with her clients real time, or even she could do it with Scott or Brian, if you guys are interested. Um, and, or even we'll pick somebody out of the group to do it live if they're up for it. So we'll, we'll walk everybody through all the good stuff that we are going to do and what it means. And, you know, so you're going to get the whole nine yards. And then out of that group, my hope is we can have at least forty or fifty people. Um, we'll take as many, but that would be perfect. And then we're gonna take two people from that group and those two are going to get the four for a month's worth of sessions for me, which is four four sessions. Mm-hmm. And then um it's like three or four sessions with her, um, and have a whole full diet, everything done for you. Not diet, it's not the right word. Um uh, nutrition plan.
0: Nutrition plan, yeah.
2: All of that stuff. So you get the full thing. But I didn't, it's really hard to figure out how to pick those people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, what, how it kind of works is everybody pays the same fee. And then, if you want, you apply for the in depth treatment. Right. And there will be a link to do that. And then we will screen you for a couple of things. We can't have like a a very serious eating disorder. We can't do it. Um, Some other things, you know, we're just going to find a candidate. And you have to be willing to sign some things like, I will do pre and post testing, um, you know, various, lots of paperwork. So those two people will get the full nine yards and kind of keep us all updated on how things are going along the way. And that's kind of how things are going to go. That's pretty uh, cool.
0: I like the sound of that. Yeah, it seems neat. I think
2: it'll be great. Seems
0: really good. I'm I'm excited about it too. And I put my name in just because I want to see what emails you guys send. Uh mm-hmm. so you'll yeah, same s- here. see mine okay. in there, see Brian's in there. And yeah, we'd love to do that little sit down thing and and um hopefully uh some I'm 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 I i am i am i should not say I'm a hundred percent sure, but I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure there are gonna be people in our audience uh who will definitely want to check this out. Uh so go sign up for it. Get information as it comes at realsteps.org. I can't believe you got that domain. That's amazing.
2: I know, right? Uh, realsteps.org. Also, I so this it'll be up before next Thursday, and then next Thursday I'm going to pimp this one more time with all the all all of it should be ready.
4: <laughs> she um, said and pimp. Yep, she did I say said
2: pimp. pimp. Pimp real steps. <laughs> That's your anyway. Pimp steps. Then Steps.org. I yeah. will. I will. Uh, it's going to start on February. I should actually know this by heart going to start on february 10th so on february 6th will be sort of the end midnight on february 6th so we'll we'll do one more show that day right and i'll remind everyone by that day midnight you have to have everything put in and that way we can ch- have time to choose the two people and get the group started and then we'll have our first live thing on the 10th and then it goes from the 10th until march uh 10th okay so that's On March 10th. So 10th to 10th. At this point, everyone's New Year's resolution is dead, correct? And so this will be a nice oh yeah. Let's do it the let's do it a real way, a slow way, a healthy way. And the whole goal in the end is that you just feel better. Yeah. And you like how you feel and you know what what to do to feel good is, I mean, no one ever teaches us this, right? We just guess. I mean, I ate peanut butter and Cheerios for like 21 years. You know what I mean? It's time. Um, No, but I have figured out a lot of things just on my own. But Elena is a little bit amazing. Well, at least you were eating peanuts and
0: oats, basically. Like, at least that was a, (laughs) you know, that's not so bad. That That could be a lot worse.
2: Yeah, trust me. I'm not coming in as some, I've done this right in my life. I definitely have not. But um, it really is just a magical thing to connect to your own body and know you you know what to do to feel good mm-hmm. and love yourself enough to do it. And that's part of my job is you guys often, not you guys, but people <laughs> often don't know how to love themselves. Like they don't have permission to, they, they've yeah. never done it. Um, they have all these guilty feelings or whatever it might be. And so we're going to break it all down. Sweet. It's great.
0: I like it a lot. Uh, so again, it's real steps.org or go sign up, be a part of it. Wendy have a fantastic week.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. See you next
0: time. She hangs up almost as fast as I do, but not quite.
1: She does, but uh, not as gracefully. Uh, It sounds like it, you know,
0: hit three fingers and a belt buckle on the way down. Yeah, I just command Q that shit, but she's like (laughs) slow collapse in the room. That's right. All right. Very cool. Let's uh, let's now talk. Oh, let's talk Oscars, okay? For oh, a minute, yeah.
1: right, right, right. Let let's, me go back up to that. Yeah, okay. let
0: me do that real quick. All right, so we're gonna have a little bit of that going on today. So, uh, the Oscars are coming. Uh, the Oscars you, are coming. The Oscars are coming. As you may be, yeah. then, and they're only gonna laugh at you. Uh,
3: <laughs>
0: and uh, we've talked about it a bit. You've talked about some of your favorites so far. You've got mm. a couple more of the ten. Do you? Or- no. No, oh, I've seen them all. You've seen them all. Okay. So Brian is all. in a, a unique position to sort of, I think, comment on this stuff. And so I want to tell you these odds for various categories. And you tell me how you think this, if this holds. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Cool. Yes. So we're starting with, uh, let's we'll start with like actor we're on the best actor. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, the odds they have. Okay. So this is all on ScreenRant.com. So this is them doing it. And then they give reasons why, but I'm going to give you the actual odds. They think Joaquin Phoenix's chance of winning for the Joker are one and one in five.
1: In other words, it's not like a hundred to one. It's right. like there's, you know, <laughs> there's five times the likelihood that he's going to win.
0: Right. Versus not. To the one
1: likelihood that he doesn't. Right.
0: Yes. And then, so as, as a comparison, they have Taryn Edgerton as Rocketman, Man, hmm. uh, the Bohemian rep, not that, the um, whatever it is. The,
1: the Rocket Man. Man. The Rocket Man. Elton
0: John, Elton yeah. John there. Uh, his odds are 50 to one. Right. So right. It, do these jive so far? Do you look at yeah, those? Yeah, I think and, so. Okay.
1: Because um, Joaquin not only got the Golden Globe for Best Actor for Joker, he also got the SAG Award. And the SAG Award is almost more of a barometer um, for Oscar wins than the Golden Globes. Screen Golden actors Globes build. divide hmm. the field because they do the whole musical and comedy or drama right. uh, different awards. And... Um, uh, the SAG Awards are much more closely—they uh, much more closely parallel the Oscars.
0: I should get a SAG so, Award for certain sagging that I'm doing right now.
1: I do so much—I have so much sagging yeah, going on. There's right some
0: now. gravitational pull happening in my life yeah, that I wasn't exactly. prepared for. Uh, this
1: this makes me really happy because this increases the possibility that Parasite sees a Best Picture.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh,
1: because they got their their. Um, let me pull up the nominees and winners for the SAG Awards. Um, here we go. They—that That is the one kind of weird category that they have mm-hmm. that other ones don't is the uh, ensemble in a film. So they're obviously they're more focused on the actors, best actor, best actress, right. supporting, etc. And then instead of the best picture, they've got best ensemble in a film. And Parasite took home the award for that. Oh
0: well nice. Deserved. Okay, so yeah. it may it may well do. Um Tom Merritt says he just watched it three uh, his third time I think.
1: Uh, Parasite? Yeah,
0: that's how much he likes that movie. Just keeps oh, seeing it. I love that movie. Yeah. Good for um, him. Oh, look at him. Sure. All right, 9 to 1 for Adam Driver. Better yeah. ch- better chances than Edgerton, but uh still not great. Uh yeah. DiCaprio they're giving him a 90 or sorry, a 75, <laughs> 75. to 1. That's a little high. <laughs> that's a little higher than I th- or a little harder than I thought it would be for him, but uh all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says Ford versus Ferrari's uh, Christian Bale. They have it not available. Yeah, I don't know if that means that
1: they just if the the numbers are too high for them to quantify, or if they or if it's undecided. If all the other ones kind of snatch up so much of the pie yeah. that there really isn't much pie left for uh, um, for Christian Bale. I thought he was great, and you know he does that thing where he completely envelops himself in a role. So. Now. Um, we this is a rare occurrence where, um, I i love all nine. I, I okay, I love eight of the nine films. I'm not as crazy about The Irishman just because I feel like on its own it's a good movie, but I don't feel like it's anything that we haven't seen before from Scorsese.
0: Yeah, good point. But, it's it's just kind of one of his movies, isn't it? It's not, it is. You it's know. you
1: know, it's it's one of those things. It's like, oh, you know, when I go to uh, when I go to Red Robin, it's not the finest meal I'll ever have. But I know what I'm going to get.
4: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> it'll be really good for what I'm expecting. It'll fit. It'll fill that that void of what I'm expecting really, really well. Yeah. But it's not like going to Ruth Chris Steakhouse or, or you know. Or some
0: surprising <laughs> joint down the road you didn't know existed. Right. Like exactly. Something yes. like Parasite. And you're like, Whoa. Although I shouldn't say an, ed- an, an eatery with parasites is a bad combination. Yeah, let's
1: not mention parasites and eateries. Oof. So as I'm Oof. digging
0: through this, I realize what this is. This list came out right before the Oscars were, non- were announced. So Oh, really? So, so this they've is got, the odds of them getting nominated. Yeah, they've got Adam Sandler in here. They've got Eddie Murphy in uh, here they've got people yeah. who weren't uh nommed so I, oh yeah
1: with oscar nominations incoming we take a look at the leading <laughs> contenders <Yeah. laughs>
0: look at me look at me pulling the hot fresh link out of the uh <laughs> out of the thing there um uh, they did get pretty they got pretty dead on for the movies so they've got once upon a time in Hollywood. they gave it three to two odds hmm. 1917 two to one uh marriage story 40 to one did that end up getting a nom i don't remember marriage story did which They're, one Mar- marriage
1: story yeah. uh did it? It's Best Picture nom, and I think a nomination for yeah, definitely a nomination for Scarlet in Best Actress. Yeah, and Laura Dern did get a um, Laura Dern did get the uh, supporting actress nomination too. Um, uh,
0: they got Joker in here at sixty to one, but I don't think this list did very well. I don't think they nailed it because a lot of no. these. Parasite they gave it seven to one, so that, that's I guess that's okay. But like Jojo Rabbit, which did get nominated, seventy five to one.
1: And no mention of uh, Banderas for Pain and Glory. No mention of Jonathan Price for the Popes. Yep. For the new two, the new young two Popes. Yep. That didn't <laughs> the happen. New pope, the young Pope of the two Popes.
0: All the Popes, all together at last. All the Popes. One thing I wanted to say uh, about the Irishman that I totally forgot to say and, uh, mm-hmm. in all my talk about it, my review of it originally, my recommend, recommendal of it, all that. Uh, I think that Ray Romano should be in more things like this. Mm. Uh, he played the lawyer guy. And I just I like dramatic actor Ray Romano almost more than I like comedian Ray Romano. Stand. Yeah, guy. you know what?
1: I I'm with you on that. I'm trying to think of what the. Um,
0: do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that short-lived record uh, '70s record movie or TV thing that was on HBO? It wasn't on very long. Oh, Deuce. Deuce. Yeah, he was great. He was great on that. And I'm sorry, not the Deuce. No, not uh, the vinyl. Deuce. Vinyl. That's it.
1: Vinyl. It was. Oh, that was show was so good. Yeah, it had. Real um, I think I might have been the one who recommended it to you because. Somebody recommended it to me and I hadn't even heard of it. I watched the then. first
0: episode and then about a week later, someone said, Oh, they're canceling that. I'm like, Well, I'm right. not going to go get invested in whatever's up there already. But, um, oh, can- Cannavale,
1: Bobby Cannavale was so great in that.
0: Yeah, that's a he's great. He's also great. Those both those mm-hmm. guys, man, put them mm-hmm. in put them in stuff is all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: Sam Rockwell, you can never go wrong with Sam Rockwell, elevates everything he's in. Yeah. I agree. Same with kind uh, and Romano.
0: Rockwell makes a bad movie watchable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm game. A bad movie. I mean, I guess what the worst thing he's been in.
1: Um, choke the the Chuck Palahniuk
0: Hold adaptation. On. I don't know if that, I never saw that. Um, was that bad?
1: Uh, I wouldn't even call it bad. I just think that it's uh, um, it's not as good as Fight Club. It's not as good as his other things. I mean, Hitchhiker's Guide was okay but if as a fan of the book nothing nothing's ever going to compare to the to the book for me no tv version no movie version
0: oh man i just realized i just found out he was in the the old equalizer tv show as a character named slick i have to go find that really yeah he's probably a teenager he's probably like 12 or 13 or something then Oh no, he'd have been older than that. He's probably in his twenties then. But still, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990. Head Thug. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Are you saying Sam Rockwell was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah, he was a he was his credit is Head Thug in that.
1: And when we watched that for film sec, yeah. none of us noticed that. I think
0: we did. Did we see that one or a sequel? No, that's the one we saw. Right.
1: Wow. Yeah, we didn't see the we didn't see the sequel yet. We saw the original.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. Jeez. He's totally in
1: that. Oh, the Poltergeist was it? Was he? Was he in the Poltergeist remake? I don't know. No, that was uh, Sam Neil. No, who was that that we just saw?
0: Oh, uh, that was Sam.
1: Uh, it was Coach, wasn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, Coach was in yeah. the sequel. Yeah, because
1: he was in the first one too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't remember who. I don't remember. The Sam I don't remember is. Sam Rockwell in there. I don't either. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, and that was before that. It was like you know, ABC After School Special, Clown House, mm-hmm. The Equalizer. Joan Crawford's children, <laughs> like, <laughs> like not a lot of stuff, but then things got great. And then he's in everything and he's great. We love that guy. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that was
1: got fun. got the SAG award for that, um, Fosse, uh, limited series. Fosse. Who's it about? Fosse, Fosse, uh, di- uh, uh bo- um, the dancer, the choreographer. Oh, um, Bob Fosse. Bob, Bob Fosse? Fosse. Is that the name? Bob Fosse, Ver- there it is. Fosse Verdon. Verdon. Oh, there it is.
0: Verdon miniseries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. Oh, look at him with the hair, with the bald he beat, head. He beat
1: Mahershala Ali for True Detective, Jared Harris for Chernobyl, Gerald uh, Jerome for When They See Us wow. to get the um, the SAG award for that one. I hadn't even heard of
0: this. I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. I like... I liked, uh, historical bio, bi- biography stuff, or as Brian, or as Brian and I were schooled on by somebody, is it biopic or biopic? Biopic. I used to say biopic,
1: and I'm like, well, no, I guess it's a bio, it's a biographical picture.
0: Bio. Yeah, so a biopic. Yeah, but that, who yeah. who was giving us heat on that? What was that it was about? Somebody on, it was somebody on Twitter, and he wasn't really giving
1: us heat. He was um, somebody had started a Twitter thing saying, is it pronounced bio or or uh, bio, bio, uh, biopic or biopic? No, oh. And uh and their argument was, well, you say biography. You do. But you say biographical. Yeah. Biographical. <laughs> you, don't say, Bi- you don't say it's a
0: biography picture. Biography. You say it's a biographical picture. <laughs> biography. I will hope they when they write my biography <laughs> Yeah. Right. English. What are you gonna do? Anyway. All right. Well that's it for the show today. Thanks everybody for being here for this slightly out of order show. Uh but don't worry, we'll be back Monday with a fresh take, fresh hot fresh hot new take. Uh, yeah. For those of you who are patrons, you'll get a PMSPM this weekend, uh, so watch for that. That'll be on your feeds. And since yeah, the YouTube smart. channel's back, I should be able to use that for a private, uh, the, for the private stream bit. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I think that's how I'm going to have to do it. I don't think Twitch offers a way to do that, unless I just don't know. Well, I, I'll work on it between now and tomorrow and figure it out. But Anyway, we'll be doing that. Dan will be back. He's got a great story to tell, so we'll get to all that tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, uh, speaking of Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS is the place to go. For everything else, go to the frogpants.com slash TMS site. That's frogpants.com slash TMS. Now we'll listen to uh, music. Not on YouTube, but by ourselves on the radio. <laughs> That's
4: right, exactly.
0: Brian, what do you got? If you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> sing to yourself
1: quietly. Uh Mrs. Taffy Guy, aka Lois Haley, aka Loey D in the chat room says hello suture and band-aid first Mm. off scott i'd like the 10 shortest jury clips you've got
0: oh my gosh really all right um 10 shortest that i have yeah do you have a way of i do organizing okay Uh, it's by file size so it'll have to do but it used to be by time but um all right so justin wait we're looking for i think i list them all as justin not jury so here we go okay these are the And let's do by size. These are the most. um, Oh, it doesn't have a listing for size. Well, I'll just play. You know what? I only have 10 of them. Let's just play them all. Ready? Let's play them all. Here we go. Damak and Jilijad at Tangara. One of my favorite things he ever said. It's pretty good. (laughs) They've removed the penis before you snort it. We're going to crypto coin. God damn it.
3: You son of a bitch. All right.
1: You are you are you are you're 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 you're, you're making a straw man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, my, 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 my. All right, is that and then and that's why the media's doing my, my, my All right, the jury will now retire. Oh, that's the thing I wrote. Okay. Wild Bill Clinton scandalizing these youths
1: with his penis. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, that last clip there was not an uh, uh, there was not two there were not two ends in Clinton.
0: Oh, let's play
3: again. Wild left off bill the
0: clinton.
1: clinton i guess he was a it wild was like a bill mountain. clinton scandalizing all right okay <laughs> i just wanted to i wanted someone to share in my uh, uh my <laughs> i thought i
0: heard it too so yeah I'm all right you. anyway i'm with you uh
1: okay so there you go there you go uh, lois enjoy that on january 23rd today I will be going under the robot arms to have revision surgery from gastric sleeve to the gastric bypass. I'm having this done to solve my issues with acid reflux and other stuff that goes with it. I'd love to have this song played as a reminder to my teffy guy that despite the rough crap life is throwing at us, Michael, I'm glad you'll always be there for a warm embrace to remind me of our love. Thanks for the laughs, giggles, support, and one of the best groups of nerds and distracting bunch of freaks in the world. Wow. Sign, this is teffy guy. A.K. Louis, D. A.K. Lois. Nice. Uh, all right. The song today is, uh, is, is covered by J.J. Heller, originally done by Bob Dylan. You'll find this on an album. I think it's called Volume 2. It's not in my iTunes because I have to do things a different way today, as you might have guessed. Oh, it's called I Dream of You, Volume 2. And on here, you'll find a cover of, I love this, a cover of the Mr. Rogers song, It's Such a Good Feeling. And if you don't start
0: your day with that every day,
1: you're mm. doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, here's J.J. Heller and her cover of Make You Feel My Love.
0: All right. Everybody collectively wish Brian luck with his music uh, giant uh, playlist problem. And may we all come together again at the hot fires of TMS on Monday. We'll see you all then.
3: For a million years To make you feel
0: Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at FrogPants.com. Ah!